The world is different. It is constantly changing based off of how hard the wind blows, how much it rains, how much it doesn't. The world is literally always changing. And so are humans. Constantly molding to what is comfortable, familiar, pleasant, what feels good. We're constantly molding to constant changes. So I've decided, and I think I just kind of understand wholeheartedly, that there's going to be a time where my views are not welcomed. My walk is not welcome. My way of living is not welcome. What I walk in, what I talk in, what I listen to, what I watch won't be welcomed. I'm seeing some of these pastors do some crazy stuff over the pulpit. I almost lost all of my lunch, breakfast, and dinner yesterday watching a a sermon, a clip of a sermon that Mike Todd presented. And if you've been following since the inception of this podcast, you'd know I'd endor- I endorsed not endorse. I pr- I was a proud advocate for his book Relationship Goals. I'm just thinking about it. Lord have mercy. Took me out. Took me took me out. Very disgusting. In short, synopsis, my boy coughed up COVID. Now I don't know if he had COVID, but the way his lungs were sounding, huh, you can't tell me differently. He hacked that sucker up and he put it on my boy's eyes. I can't. I don't know what point he was trying to prove, what message he was trying to bring home, but I feel violated and I wasn't even up there. I feel betrayed and it wasn't even me. I've seen a lot, a lot of things. And yes, I know in the Bible, Jesus made mud with his spit and put it on the man's eyes. The the difference, the difference, the difference is one, this man was not blind. He wasn't blind. And number two, Mike Todd is not Jesus. Okay, not saying he he can't possess those powers because the spirit that rose God or Jesus from the dead is the same spirit that's living in us. Okay, so it is very possible. However, this was extremely unnecessary and nasty. And he got, listen, I'm going to have to seek understanding to see how that was okay. That was foul. Let me move on. The next thing is his Easter service. That was a little interesting. Um, And I had been hearing things about him 
he's this, he's that. And I'm like, nah, he be preaching some gems. And not to say that he hasn't. I think he probably really, that was, that was straight message. That's something I needed. Now, is he possibly falling off to the wayside? Absolutely. Absolutely. Understand that all churches have sick people. Because Jesus himself said he did not come, you know, for the healthy. He came to help the sick. Because otherwise, if you're healthy, why are you in a hospital? If you're perfect, why are you at church? And a step further, if you've, if you've reached the pinnacle of life and everything and you haven't made a mistake, you probably won't be here. Just saying. We're here, so God is not done with us yet. There's still some learning to be done. There's still something that he wants us to do. My boy didn't fell off. My boy didn't fell off. And... It's important to see him as a, you know, a person who needs help. All pastors need help. Some of them be preaching gems and then going home and doing something they ain't got no business doing. God's going to deal with them accordingly. He really is. And I think it's important to just pray for Mike Todd or for anybody we see slipping away. And when you're in community and you're surrounding yourself with a wise counsel, this is something that's going to happen. You know, we're going to be butthurt about being held accountable. We don't like being held accountable. We don't like the help in that. But it's important to be surrounded by people who help you stay on that path and get you right. Because number one, that's love. That is a beautiful display of love. Hey, my G, you fallen way, way too far to the left. And I don't want you to mess up or miss your blessings or miss your calling that God has for your life. Can you come back this way? Let's pray about it. Let's pray about it. But can you come back this way? Now, with me, since I told, I've been told I am not the softest person to deliver information and wisdom, that might sound a little different or the same. It actually might sound the same, but the circumstance might be, you know, might call for something a little bit more dramatic. I don't think I'm going to have it in me. I'm working on that. So another thing is his confusion over the pulpit with whether gay marriage or transgender was right or wrong, which is, you know, my last episode was importance of reading the Bible. We all have to refresh. It's a big, I was thinking about this last night. I was like, this is a lot of Bible. This is a lot of Bible. How am I supposed to read and comprehend everything? And I want to, but time, practice, it's something we literally have to do daily. Study the word, meditate on it. That is how we get to know who Jesus is and what 
he wants from us, how he wants us to walk, how he wants us to talk, how he wants us to love one another. We have been given rules. We have been given guidelines. All we have to do is spend time and read it and we would know. So I'm thinking genuinely, maybe he didn't know. I'm going to give homie the benefit of the doubt. And that's okay. That's okay. I think from there, I would have been like, you know what? I don't know. But I'm going to read about it. I'm going to meditate on it. And we're going to come back and revisit this or something. But please don't be up there just saying you don't know because you're trying to get everybody on board. I want, I want a lot of people to download this podcast. I want a lot of people to listen to it. I want it to change a lot of people's minds and hearts. I don't want you to know my name necessarily. You don't even have to remember that part. Did God touch your heart when you listened to it? Stuff like that. I think with some people, they're addicted to the fame. They like it. It's it's invigorating. It's And if it's something that you've always wanted, then of course, it's like, oh, this is the way to go. I want this. This must be God ordained. I realize that I might not have a lot of people agree with my podcast. It's probably there's a lot of people I work with that don't agree with the way I am or how I talk or how I walk, what I believe in. I hear people talking about drugs, getting shot, um, some sexual things, all the things I brought Jesus up and HR was in the same sentence. And I was like, wow. Wow. So it's okay to talk about this. It's okay to talk about that. It's okay to wear that. But don't you dare bring up Jesus because that would be an HR complaint or conversation that has to be had. I'm amazed. I'm amazed. And I think it's going to get to a point where people send jokes. Like someone sent me a video about a comedian talking about abortion. And it was like, that's me. But if I, if I was to say something about my faith, you know, I invited people to church. And it was always something. Oh, I'm doing this. Oh, let me see what else I have on my calendar. I love that sentence. That's the best sentence. If somebody, if you invite somebody to something or to do something, come over, whatever it is, and they say, let me see what I have scheduled or what else comes up. I think that's what it was. It was, the response was, I don't have plans yet, but let me see if another plan that I like better comes about that's a no for me just say no it was way easier and way more authentic if you would have just said no don't tell me oh let me wait until something better comes up you don't have plans now is what it sounds like you could have just said no you could have just said no 
that's it. But openly have no problem inviting me to a rave, to a bar, to a club. But if I mention like, oh, no, I don't agree with this or this person, you know, I'm not talking to this person because they don't believe in, you know, they're, they're not, their heart's not set on Jesus. Well, that's okay. I mean, yeah, it's fine. I mean, they just, they're not going to get access to me like they want to. Because why? There are things I don't believe in that this world has changed into loving because it makes everybody feel good. I love feeling good. I love being the happy-go-lucky person that I am. Sure do. And I have literally walked out of a therapy session that I cried in and back onto the floor of my job like nothing just happened and went about my day. Do-do-do, do-do-do. Because I want to be happy. It feels good to be smiling and dancing. You know, was the world on fire? Yeah, it was. But I was still dancing and smiling. I'm not interested in walking with the world. I'm not I'm not interested in being held captive of the world. I'm not Do I not like people at times? Absolutely. Y'all hear it all the time. I think one of my biggest ones was loving your neighbor. And what blocks me from that, several different things. It's safety. It's, you know, God, are you telling me no and I should walk away? It's like, is, are you testing me? Which one is it? Am I supposed to go forward or am I supposed to lean back? So I'm always on my toes with people. Why are you here? <laughs> I'm very curious as to why they would be in my life. So these are questions I would ask. These are pauses that I would have. All in all. I'm not interested in some things. I love people. I do realize people need help. And deep down, I literally want to love and care for everyone. But I just don't have the capacity to do so. And some people take advantage of that. And I realize that, which is what I don't have the capacity for. And some people are really, really struggling. And there's a point where I feel like I'm there and then I get to, I don't have the capacity for it, but I can pray. I'll pray. I'll put you up on the wall, pray a little bit more. I'll pray. I'll pray with you. I'll pray without you. Whatever you need, I got you think people need I need help the the heck we are all struggling not gonna mistreat anybody you talk to me sideways you know I'm I'm not even gonna say too much but I'm gonna go home and pray about it (laughs) I'm gonna give you over to God I might say a little something something say a little something slick and then I'm going to hand you over to God because he handles my lightweight, heavyweight, whatever weight you throwing at me, he going to handle you because he knows what you're praying for at night. Okay. He knows what's heavy on your heart. Okay. I don't have time. I'm, I'm going I'm to take you over to somebody 
who know you through and through. Be scared of that. Cause I, at this point, it'll just be surface value for me. And I'm trying, I'm trying to get God to get to your heart. Change you from the inside out. Cause you got me messed up talking to me like that. Anyways. Main point is. People are walking around here feeling the way they feel. They want to do this because it makes them feel loved. They want to do this because it makes them feel seen. People are mutilating their bodies because it feels good. They want us to love them. And I'm here for that. I can't love you like you love you, though, because that would mean that I am endorsing mutilating you. I don't love you like you love you. I want a little bit more. This is what touched me in one of Jackie Hill Perry's podcasts. She had someone on there, I think it was a psychologist, pastor or something, talk about how a family brought in someone who was transgender. loved on them very much introduced them to the word and everything and guess what didn't come up in conversation that person being changed back that's what touched that person they never said anything about me changing back no you do you we want you to know god we want to love you the way he has loved us. I would like to see people lined up at parent, um, Planned Parenthood with their arms open wide and not their hands held high because they have a sign in it talking about something you're going to hell. What is wrong with us? What is What is the problem? That's a traumatic thing that somebody is deciding to do for whatever reason is theirs. But if anything, I want, I've I've heard people be very emotional about it. It's a traumatic experience, whether you're going to get it with a smile on your face or not. It's a tragic experience. That person needs help before, after, lend a hand, not hate. You got the wrong H. But I want people to understand things are wrong. These things are wrong. But make no mistake, so is drugs, drinking alcohol, getting drunk every weekend, weekday, going out to clubs, listening to secular music, talking about drugging women and then having sex with them because, yeah, mm mm-hmm. A lot of this is all in the pool of sin. But their sin just makes us uncomfortable. So we feel like we now, now we need to rise up against them. Your sin is just as uncomfortable. Oh, there's a transgender in the in the church. There's a few rapists in here too, but y'all don't want to talk about that. It's a place where sick people go. 
and we are just falling because, oh, we can't say that because people are sensitive because of this, or people feel this way, people feel that way. My body is not mine. It was bought with a price. Corinthians tells us that. Paul reminds us of that. Body is not our own. And I, you know what? Don't quote me on that. It might not be Corinthians. Like I said, it's a lot of Bible to read. <laughs> you got to constantly be in it. Goodness. I don't know what scripture that is. I know it's labeled under sex in my Bible for sure. Because I was like seeking the answer. I was seeking the answer. That's what you do. Shoot. I got a whole bunch of tabs on there that will blow somebody's mind, but mind your business. It's my Bible and I was seeking the answer because I no longer wanted something to control me. And it doesn't. Thank you very much. But my body isn't my own. I can't just go out, you know, just because God gives me free will doesn't mean that I'm supposed to just be reckless with the life that I have, be reckless with the body I have. Have I been? Absolutely. Hot mess. But it's not mine. I'm a steward of this body. And it's only temporary. I'm not going to have it for long. My soul is what lives on. Your soul is what lives on. This body, this little thing right here, deprive it. It'll be okay. It'll be fine. Trust me. Everybody has desires. Everybody's going to have those desires. They're going to look a little, they're going to look a little like they looking, but everybody has a desire. The challenge is, and the reward is, you being able to fight that desire. You being able to burn away that part of your flesh. That's where the discipline comes in. That's where the, the love of God comes in. But that's something you will obtain when you start a relationship. I think people think you have to stop doing things first and then he gets into your life and he starts loving you and things get better. Come as you are. Come broken, shattered, torn. There is nothing too big or too little that God can't handle. The enemy makes us think there is. The enemy makes us think that, oh, this little bitty thing, God doesn't have time for that. Oh, this is too big for God to have. We don't have a God's eye view. Our perspective is flesh leveled, worldly, two things that were created. So why do we think that this is too small or too big for God? He created flesh. He created the world. So anything within those two realms and issues, I'm pretty sure he has. But don't just take it. Don't just take it from me. Spend some time in his word. Get to know him. However you may be, you are welcomed. 
everybody's welcomed. Non-believers, believers, trans, gay, people who have had several abortions. The, the people who have violated people, Lord, that one's a struggle for me. But the truth of the matter is all of us are broken. We're a hot mess and all of us are welcome to receive salvation. We need only to believe that God raised his only son from the dead after being crucified for our sins. It starts with the heart and your actions will follow. It starts inward and then we'll be able to see it on the outside. I won't always like this, child. I won't always like this, honey. I was looking back at some of my Snapchat memories because Snapchat, nobody allows you to remember your past more than the enemy and doggone Snapchat. Can you get out of my past business? I don't know what made Snapchat think that they needed to update that to where not only do you go to the pictures, I just popped my wrist. Not only do you go to the pictures to see memories, but in addition, it decides to send you a notification. I got one today. Hey, see, remember where you were in 2018? Yes, not in a good space. Mind your business. Stop reminding me of things. Why are you digging stuff up? Nothing better to do. Gosh, Lee. But in all that, he wants all that. There's nothing too ugly, too nasty, too dark that God can't handle. My walk is going to look different. It's not going to be welcoming. There's some things I'm not going to want to do. There's some songs I'm not going to want to listen to. There's some places I'm not going to want to go. There's some drinks I'm not going to be able to drink. There's some conversations clearly I'm not going to be able to have. Because I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I hear a lot of these relationship podcasts and a lot of them are making sense. There's a lot of birth control out there. 31 forums apparently. There's one that's hecka cheap. Y'all won't believe it. It's the cheapest I have seen on the market yet. I was like, why? Why is why is nobody robbing this right now? Like it's crazy cheap. It's called abstinence. But a lot of people don't like that because although it's free 99, it costs you feeling good. It costs you a few orgasms. Nobody wants to miss out on an orgasm. So let's do the other 30 preventions and see see how that goes again abstinence not only does it prevent pregnancy but it prevents a lot of heartache a lot of jealousy a lot of problems that you probably aren't equipped to deal with until you find out that you can't deal with them till it's too late until they're all just locked in your back closet and you're just like, why am I having all of this depression and all of this? And you just, because you invited all 17 spirits from a dude who laid with 18 other girls and here you are dealing with all of their problems. But anyways, this is a conversation for another time. 
we are a mess. I'm praying that your heart is changed, is going to change. Pray that you're just welcomed in. Don't be scared. Nothing's too ugly. Nothing's too bad. Honestly, wish I could sit with some people and just let's pray. Praying for Mike Todd and anybody else who's out here just not, you know, leading correctly and has a big follow. Lord, touch their heart, renew their mind in the name of Jesus, God. Holy Spirit, guide them so that they do not fall so far from you. Forgive them for for their sins because they clearly are not understanding what they're doing. And if they do understand, Lord, help them. God, help them in the name of Jesus. Pleading the blood of Jesus over them, protecting their followers. God, give them an ear to hear you and discernment to know what is you and what isn't. God, you are so good. God, you are so good. Amen.